just share something before you're seated. It's very important for you to pray and ask God whatever questions that you have. You know, in the kingdom, uh, there's a statement that I shared Sunday, and that is, in the kingdom of God, you are allowed to come as you are, but you are not allowed to remain as you are. It's okay for you to come in sin, but it's not okay for you to remain there. It's okay for you to come sick, but it's not okay, according to the kingdom of God, for you to remain sick. It's okay for you to come broke, but it's not allowed by the kingdom of God for you to remain broke. It's okay for you to be in bondage and to show up that way. But how many know the Bible says that Jesus came to destroy yokes and bondages? And so always remember, you can always come as you are. But once you come, you cannot remain as you are. And the goal of the Lord Jesus Christ when you give your life to him is to start pulling you up to the place that Adam was before he sinned. And that can be a very long climb because of how much crap is put into our heads by the worldly system, by the religious system, by your family system, by the schooling system, by the business system, by the government system, all of these systems, you grow up thinking that they are normal. And like I was sharing with someone this morning, it's real hard to get out of a ditch that someone else put you in. Especially when you didn't know you were being put into a ditch. <laughs> Then 30 years together, you're at the bottom, 30 years later, you're at the bottom of a hole, wondering how did I get here? You know, there's a scripture that says in Proverbs 23, 23, I'll let you sit down in a second, but more and more, I think the Lord is getting ready to start answering questions that people have. For a long time, I've had questions about certain things that preachers would say and people would say, and I'm, I'm hearing you saying this, but it's not computing. There's a, there's a disconnect someplace. When you give your life to Christ, Proverbs 23, 23, this fits us all. It says, buy the truth and sell it not. Also wisdom and instruction and understanding. It says, buy the truth and sell it not. So there are certain things you're supposed to buy. The truth, the wisdom, instruction, and understanding. And those seem to be four things that are very much lacking in the body of Christ. And let me say something. When it comes to the truth, it's so expensive, you're going to spend a whole lifetime trying to buy it. You're going to spend a whole lifetime trying to buy it, and you'll never be able to buy all of it. You can just buy pieces of it <laughs> for you to walk in victory. That's very important because the Bible says the truth makes you free. I know the Bible says that wisdom is a defense. It says above all things, get wisdom and instruction. And how many know the Bible says that my people are destroyed for a lack of knowledge? Those are the three things that the body of Christ seems to be lacking right now. is truth, understanding, and wisdom. And let me tell you something. You know, the power of God without wisdom will destroy you. Actually, the power of God without wisdom will cause you to be goofy. You'll be coming up with all of these ideologies and all of those things. The Lord said this, and the Lord said that, and the Lord said this, and the Lord said that. It's because you lack truth, and you lack understanding, and you lack wisdom. And it's very important for you to cry out to God. So I'm going to give you an answer to something. This is a specific answer for someone. And it was also an answer for me, even though it's very, very simple. How many have heard over the years different preachers and ministers and evangelists, prophets, you know, they talk about how God gives us everything free. You know, God is going to give it to you free. And, and we're like, yes, hallelujah. And you're like, yes, but how come I don't have it if it's free? That's what I was thinking. And so more and more, for a long time, I have been asking God to correct everything in the body of Christ that was wrong. But there are times you will ask an answer of the Lord 
that your mentality is not ready for you to receive. So I can ask God a question and he wanted to answer me right then, but my thinking was too small for the answer. Because whenever you ask God a question, it's always going to be the truth. And sometimes like that old movie with Tom Cruise, it's true. You can't handle the truth. It's too big. There is no answer that God gives you that's wrong. And so if you have a wrong mindset, he may have to wait on the answer and send you through a few things that can change your mindset just for you can handle the answer. There are things that you can go through for five years and then the Lord will answer the question. How many of you have had a question you ask of God and then 10 years later, here he comes answering the question. The reason it took so long is because when you asked him 10 years ago, you didn't have a mentality for the answer. And yet, he'll answer the question, but he has to put you in a scenario by which your mind becomes sharpened or your mind and heart becomes humbled so that you can handle the simple question that you ask of the Lord. Sometimes when you ask God a question, he won't give you an answer. He'll give you an experience, and the experience will never cause you to ask that question again. Like Jesus said, whom the Son sets free is free indeed. So when God answers a question, he wants to answer it indeed with no doubt in your mind whatsoever. So as a result of that, sometimes we'll have to wait. 1 Corinthians 2.12 says, And we have received God's Spirit, not the world's Spirit, so that we can know the wonderful things God has freely given us. It's amazing how many people think the role of the Holy Spirit is to make them speak in tongues. That's wonderful. Give it prophesy. That's wonderful. Help you live right. That's all good and dandy. This scripture right here says that the Holy Spirit has been given to you so that you can know what God has given you free. And then the next scripture before I have you seated is Romans 8.32. He that spared not his own son, but delivered him up for us all, how shall he not with him also freely give us all things? How many people said, how many know that says all? What's left after all? Thank you. So I have a problem with that scripture. He said, now, if I gave you my firstborn son, and he is the most important thing in all of the multidimensional universe, if I gave him to you free, how much more would I not with him freely give you all things? So people have heard that, and, and, and they don't quite understand. But, that, but you can understand those scriptures about God having things for you free based on one thing. It is free, but it's conditions. Think about it. Anything that you get free in planet Earth, it might be free, but somebody else paid for it. Well, everything belongs unto us, the scripture says, because our elder brother, our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, he's the one that paid the cost. But anything that is free in planet Earth, it has conditions attached to it. They might give you a free car, but the condition is, is that you might have to sign some paperwork. They might give you a scholarship free but you have to meet these conditions. You understand what I'm saying? So there are a lot of things that God has for us, but the reason we don't have them is because we didn't meet the conditions to get what was freely given. So there are things in your life that guess what you should do from now on? You need to ask the Lord, Lord, would you please show me the conditions that I need to meet in order to get what is free? You understand what I'm saying? Because... You know, I mean, there, I mean, sometimes just the conditions are that you got to be at a place at a particular time. Sometimes you, you know, they they might give you this, but the conditions are that you have to have a license. You understand what I'm saying? The condition. Sometimes they can give you something, but the conditions are you have to fill out this piece of paperwork. You got to get this particular identification as proof that you can meet those conditions. And so it's very, very simple. And that the Lord is very simple. Is that whatever God has for you, 
you can also ask him how to get it. No man that loves you will hold back what he told you he wanted you to have. God is not a game player. The problem is that we have lack of understanding. And so, well, and so people who have lack of understanding, they resort to prayer for everything. You know, it's, it's kind of like they go to the casino called the kingdom of God. And you know what? How many of you know? Every t- I shouldn't be teaching this, but every, every table and scenario at the casino has a different set of rules. It has a different set of conditions for you to play. But what people do is they just kind of go and they just try to apply the same rules to every single situation and then wonder why they haven't won anything. And so in the kingdom of God, everything is not about prayer. Y'all understand what I'm saying? Sometimes the condition is you just need to make a move. And, you know, I was having a conversation with someone this morning. We were just talking about how in the circles that we came out of, we have been tricked out of so many things because you kind of taught you can't make one move without checking. Yeah. And then they use the scripture. Acknowledge the Lord in all your ways and he shall direct your paths. Yeah, you're supposed to acknowledge him. You're not always supposed to wait on him. I know that might sound goofy, but there are some things that, you know, how many know? The older your children get, the more you expect them to have wisdom on their own to know what to do. And then you will correct them if they get off track. You understand what I'm saying? <laughs> I got an amen out here and behind me. But, but these are the things. See, and let me tell you something. Especially over, I don't want to get ahead of myself because I'm going to teach that in the lesson. So I'm just encouraging you. The th- the, see, this is the reason why the Bible says, be careful not to be moved away from the simplicity that's in Jesus Christ. It's a great man again by the name of Jesse Duplantis. He said the Bible is very simple. He said you just need help from a preacher to misunderstand it. It's very simple. You know, do this and this will happen. And here we come. That's not really what that means. Well, if that's not what it means, then why does it say that? And see, what, what men do is, is that God said, I'll freely give it to you. So they ask for it and it doesn't show up. So guess what they do? They create another doctrine that says, well, no, God, that's not really what it means. That's exactly what it means. You just assume that you are correct when you ask. Always go to God and say, "What?" we don't like to ask God that. It's amazing how people have been taught not to ask God questions. Lord, what am I doing wrong? Just remember, when you ask God what you're doing wrong, If you don't want to hear the truth, he will stay silent until the day you die because he can't tell you anything except for the truth. If he does not tell you the truth, it will be a lie. And the Bible says God cannot lie. You understand what I'm saying? But it's very, very simple, you all. I mean, your your father tells you, hey, I got some wonderful things for you, and it doesn't show up. How many of you will go to your daddy and say, "Uh, Daddy, what about that stuff you said you were going to? And some of you grew up like this. Well, you didn't clean up your room like I told you to. So that's why you can't get those sneakers to cost $120. It's, it's conditions. You don't have to pay for it, but you got to meet the conditions. Even when the Bible says buy the truth, it's not that you come out of money. It's just that, when it, no, let me tell you something. When it comes to buying the truth and buying wisdom and buying information, it's going to cost you something. And usually you have to spend time. And we don't like to spend time. Time is a commodity. It's just like money. But we don't like to spend time studying. We don't like to spend time reading. Everybody wants a quick get rich screen scheme. 
Okay, so when you buy the truth, it's telling you you have to spend. How do you buy the truth? You have to spend the time seeking for the truth. Bible says, seek and ye shall find. Knock and the door shall be open. Ask and it shall be given. And he says, when it doesn't seem like it's working, what did it say in James? If any man lack wisdom, let him ask of God. Lord, you said free and I asked it, it didn't show up. Yongi Cho did that. I'm almost done because I know they're standing behind me, but they'll be all right. <laughs> Younger Cho asked the Lord for that. And he, he saw what the scripture says. And for all things whatsoever you desire, ask and you shall receive. So we asked God for three things. And they didn't show up for three months. Now guess what we do? We come up with a new doctrine. Well, you know, the Lord wants to bless others and others. No, stop. You, you find out what you did wrong. Don't assume you asked correctly. Like I told them Sunday, I have a clean heart. I just don't assume all of it is clean. Hey, so he went back to the Holy Spirit and in prayer, he said, Lord, I asked for those items. Did I do something wrong? And the Holy Spirit said, yes, you weren't specific. What's deep is how he asked wrong and the Lord didn't tell him what he did wrong until he asked what was wrong. Because God wants to foster a relationship with you where you feel comfortable asking what you did wrong. But religion tricks you out of that. You understand what I'm saying? And so the Holy Spirit told him, he said, it's simple. He said, you weren't specific. He's like, is that simple? Uh, yeah. Again, if my wife asked me to go to the grocery store, how many know the cereal aisle seems to get longer and longer? just get more and more confused i'm just like y'all don't need to be making all of these cereals it should just be one cocoa puffs not five different variations of cocoa puffs can't even go to the store and get pickles without being confused i'm just standing there like lorana what do you want me to get i know you said pickles but they got 15 variations of pickles but if she sends me to the grocery store to get cereal how many of you know i'm stuck now i gotta figure out okay what type of cereal does she want so it takes longer for her to get the item but if she says go to the store and get me a 24 ounce box of Honey Nut Cheerios by Kellogg's, what do I do? I go right down the aisle, boom, 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 bam, and I'm out quick in a hurry. But what most people do is the reason why they're vague with God is because they don't believe he can do it in the first place. There's something about our religious mind that says the more specific it is, the harder it is for my heavenly father to do it. Keep in mind he can do anything and bless you last year. Even though you don't understand how that works. You understand what I'm saying? Bible says I will call before you give the prayer. But it's the opposite. The more vague you are, the less he can do. You must be specific. And when you are specific, you have a clear-cut vision of what you want. And that proves that you're in faith. You go to the dealership. What type of car would you like? Whatever you like. Okay, ma'am, I'm not buying a car and I'm sure not paying for it. What type of car do you want? Well, I want something in the area of an SUV. What type of SUV? How many know you have to pick the color? You have to pick the package. You got to pick every. And as long as you are specific when you go to the dealership, what? You are in and you are out. But as long as you are vague like I was when I went to Best Buy years ago and bought that television I had no business buying, I'd go right up in Best Buy and just stand there. And the same salesman that said, I see you back again. Yep. Figured out yet? Nope. Let me know if you need any help then. And it wasn't until I was specific 
then that man could help me buy that television, put it in my trunk, and I never should have bought it. That was a terrible decision. But it didn't matter if it was good or bad decision because I was specific. It was given. So you need to write down the specifics. I can't afford it. Specifics. I don't know what's got to happen. Specifics. How can God do a miracle and you're not specific? A blind man came to Jesus in the Bible and the Lord knew he was blind. But he still asked him, what do you want? He said, that I might see. He said, okay, then be it unto your faith since you were specific. See what? But our religious mind says, Lord, you see this man is blind. It doesn't matter what I see. What matters is what he wants. Understand what I'm saying? Don't be moved away from the simplicity that's in Jesus Christ. It's simple. You serve a heavenly father who used to be your God because he's God to the unbeliever, but he's father to the believer. And he was treating you well when you were acting a fool and cussing his name. And it's simple, like the scripture says. If you, being sinful and carnal, know how to give good gifts to your children, how much more shall your heavenly father give good gifts to those who ask him? You know what he was saying? I'm going to do it in Sanford and Son language. You all big dummies. You're trying to get all of this stuff for your kids and think I'm not trying to get stuff for mine? What is wrong with y'all? Okay? And it's crazy. Your kids, what do you go to, you go to the grocery store? Don't even ask me for nothing if, before we even go in here. But with your heavenly father, he says, we're getting ready to go in here. You can ask me for anything. And then we get religious minded. Well, you know, I don't know if you really want me to have that. I know those angels are like, they are like, why in the world did you create this great big old dummy? He doesn't even know how to ask correctly. But remember, ask. Be specific and then thank God for the answer. And it'll come in who knows how many different ways. Like he's, I mean, it can come when you're reading. It can be revealed or you'll come to a realization. They'll open up your eyes or you'll just have the ability to see or they'll turn the light on. Sometimes they will unblock your ability to hear or they'll just speak to your ears. You know, sometimes it'll be a dream It'll be a vision. Sometimes it'll be a paragraph. It'll be a sentence. It'll be a word. It could be a movie. You'll be sitting at the park and a group walk past or riding a bicycle. And the bicycle gave you an answer. The Lord, Bible says, holy, holy, holy is the Lord God Almighty. The whole earth is full of his glory. So if you think a God is just going to give you an answer while you're on your knees, he usually doesn't give you an answer when you're on your knees. He gives you an answer whenever he wants to, even if you're on the toilet. My pastor said he entered into a full vision on the toilet. I would have told the Lord, hey, man, you could have waited. You could have waited on that. But see, God doesn't wait. When, when, it's, when it's time for him to speak, when it's time for you to get the answer, man, he wanted you to have the answer before you asked the question. So when the timing is right, he does not wait. And no matter where you are, you can be driving. It's been twice I entered into a vision while I was driving. One, it almost scared me. Not almost, it did. He was trying to get my attention on something. And so it'll come to you any type of way. So don't get on to this thing. People get all confused. I was praying on my knees. Is there something deep about being on your knees? The Bible says in the Acts, they received the Holy Ghost when they were sitting in chairs, not on their knees. You can stay. Y'all get my point. You got a real relationship. And, and I call Christianity freedom within offense. Okay? So it's a lot of freedom. Just don't go too far with your foolishness. Okay? So I'm encouraging you. I think we have been tricked out of a great many things. Um, that the Lord wants us to have 
because we moved away from the simplicity that's in Christ. And just remember, everything is free. But there are conditions to even things that are free. Okay, Salvation is free. But the condition is that you have to repent and you have to say a prayer. If you don't meet those, meet those conditions, what was provided for you freely will not be given. Why? It was just conditions that have to be met. Remember, it's always free. Just find out what the conditions are. And if you don't, ask God what are the conditions and then it'll come. And you just keep on thanking him. Amen. Father, in Jesus' name, I thank you, O Lord God, for this word. Seal it on the inside of the hearts and minds of the people so that they might be free free indeed and receive all of the things that you have freely given thank you O lord god from this moment forward those that are with us and online they will receive the answers that they need in order to get what jesus already paid for you said that we are supposed to have peace that is unspeakable and we're supposed to have joy without measure so i thank you that after today their peace will be like a river i thank you that after today they will have joy that is unspeakable after today, they will constantly increase and receive the wonderful things that you have for them. Thank you, O Lord God, for doing these things. We bless you all you for it. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. Amen, amen. Go ahead and give somebody a high five and a hug. You may be seated.